Hey there, I'm Lena Elkins, head coach and trainer at Lena Elkins Coaching. Welcome to Unfiltered, where we talk about real business, real marketing, and real transformation. This podcast is created for aspiring and growing online entrepreneurs who are investing their own capital, their own time, and their own energy into transforming their lives and companies, and are on a mission to multiply their income, influence, and impact fast. Welcome to Unfiltered, and I hope you love the episode. Hello, my friends. Lena Elkins here, and welcome back to Unfiltered. I'm so happy to have you guys here. Thank you for tuning into the episode, and I hope that you guys had wonderful holidays. As I am recording this, we are in the middle of Hanukkah. Tonight will be the fifth night of Hanukkah out of eight. It is the day after Christmas, and I am loving these wintry vibes. You know what I'm saying? So today's episode is all about the hidden mindset behind the online business world's most successful content creators. And as most of you guys probably know, I've been a content creator for a really, really long time. I've talked about this in other episodes and in other pieces of my content, but not only have I been a content creator, but I've made a big effort over the years to surround myself by people who are fellow brilliant content creators. So as many of you guys know, Daniel De Piazza, who is the best-selling author of Verse 20-something, Neil Patel, who is an epic marketing blogger, Gerard Adams, who is a video extraordinaire, right? He has a whole series, which is really successful. And John Lee Dumas, who is one of the most well-known podcasters sort of in our generation and in this era. And since working and collaborating with so many incredible people who are at oftentimes a much higher level than I am, I've come to identify certain thought patterns that all of these highly successful content creators live their lives by and also run their content calendars by. And this has also been a massive influence in my content creation and my sort of behind the scenes content marketing approach and strategy. It's had a huge influence on who we are and what we've been able to achieve. And so speaking of which, before we get into these five core mindset shifts that the most successful content creators have had to make, I want to remind you guys that we are going to be having a free five-day challenge that breaks down all of this for you in much more uh, detail and in a way that's going to allow you to ex uh, execute it in real time. So this is the five day 2020 perfect content calendar challenge, where over these five days, I'm going to be breaking down step by step exactly how you can be building out your entire content calendar for all of 2020 in real time. And you're going to be able to do all of this in just five days so that all of your content is going to perform at the highest level, it is going to have the highest conversions possible, it's going to drive as much sales possible throughout your entire 2020 okay so again we're walking you through the whole strategy and you're also building it out with our exact templates and formulas in real time it's gonna be amazing and it's 100% free okay no cost to join the challenge so what I'm gonna be doing if you uh, pause this episode or if you wait till the end you go to the show notes you're gonna see that link directly there okay so all you have to do is uh, click on it. it takes two seconds you just enter your name and your email address and you are all set and ready to go and the challenge kicks off in mid-January so you guys don't need to worry about, uh, you know, being in the holidays right now before New Year's. I know everyone is so busy with their friends and family and celebrating. So don't worry. I'm not having you jump in today. There's no work you have to get started on now. It doesn't start until mid-January. So all you have to do is register and you are good to go. 
All right, guys, it is time to jump into the five crucial mindset shifts that the most successful online marketing content creators have had to make in order to reach their level of success. And these are also five principles that we live our lives and also run our content calendars by. Number one is a really important mindset shift. And in my mind, this actually has to happen before everything else. Like the other four matter less unless you can commit to this first mindset shift, to this first principle. And that is recognizing that viral is a secondary benefit. Okay, I'm gonna say that again. Viral, having your content go viral is a secondary benefit. Consistency always needs to be the first priority. But because most people are so obsessed with creating that blog post or making that YouTube video or whatever that's just gonna go viral and everybody's gonna be obsessed with it, you're not able to think about the long term. You're not able to think strategically about the bigger picture and how is this content going to make a difference for your brand in the long run. And because people are so obsessed with going viral, nobody is aware of the real money maker here, of the real thing that's gonna make a difference because it sounds so much less sexy, but it's so much more powerful and that is consistency. Consistency has to be your first priority. And what I mean by that is promising yourself that you are going to show up on a regular basis and create high level content. I've said this before, but one of my previous mentors used to always say to me, Lena, you are only as good as your last piece of content. Okay. What that means is that just one post is not meant to go viral. If all of your content is at the highest quality, if you are producing each piece of content as if it's your last, as if your entire content creation talent and abilities are reflected in that one piece of content, that's what's going to make a difference for you. Okay. When you're able to do it over long periods of time. So a big piece of this, and this is a mindset shift that I've spoken about before that's so, so, so important. That is the compound effect, right? The compound effect is the idea that when you take small bits of action consistently, even if on the surface, it doesn't feel like each of those actions is particularly significant, when all of them are added up together, that's where the real magic happens. That's where the real money is made, okay? It's when all of these small items, these small actions are compounded together. The compound effect is what you guys need to live your lives by. And just to paint a little example, I mean, the compound effect has been such a massive shift for me and how I've shown up. And I want to show you an example of how this has really paid off. So when I was in high school, I started to develop a serious obsession <laughs> with Chelsea Handler. Uh, if you guys don't know who Chelsea Handler is, she is an amazing talk show host, or she was for many years. She had her own show. She's also read, uh, written tons of New York Times bestselling books. She's in a hilarious commentator and writer and entertainer, and just somebody who I always really looked up to as a creator, especially since I came from a background of sort of... Uh, comedy, right? And comedy writing. It's something that I've practiced for most of my life. And it's also something that I've actively studied and something that is just a really big natural interest to me. So she was always sort of like the Beyonce of the hilarious content creation world in my mind. And so when I was a freshman in college, I started a blog or you know what? I think it might've even been senior in high school. I think it was a year before. Senior in high school, I created a blog and it was called For You, Chelsea. Okay. And I literally created this blog 
for myself, for my own entertainment, for my own enjoyment. And I basically use it as a platform to just share hilarious stories and how ridiculous it is and how awkward it is to be in high school or to be in college, right? And sort of being in this weird age as a millennial where so many things are changing so quickly. And I was able to share these stories in a really lighthearted and hilarious way. Now, for, I would say, at least the first 10 blog posts that I wrote and published, right, they were live on the internet, nobody knew existed. Nobody read it, nobody cared, right? And then slowly but surely, I started seeing in my analytics that, oh wait, five people read this post, 10 people read this post, 100 people read this post, until I started getting emails and people started reaching out and saying, wow, I love your blog for you, Chelsea, so much. Right in college, I sort of became known for it. Right, people knew that I was the author of this blog. People would start reading it. Right, and before I knew it, it was the kind of thing where if I didn't upload a blog post that week, I would hear about it. Right, people would reach out and say, "Hey, when are you uploading a new post to for you, Chelsea?" Right, so that's a good example of how the compound effect pays off. Okay, I created content. I showed up consistently when nobody was watching to the point where everybody was watching, right? Simply because I showed up consistently and I promised myself that each piece of those content that I created would be as good as if it were my last, right? To know that I was reflected as a writer, as a comedy person, as whatever, in that last pop blog post that I actually wrote. And this has also played a huge role in my business as, as well, right? So my email list, for example, and I've spoken about this, but I remember when I first started my email list, there were probably like 15 people on it. And it was mostly my mom and my husband and a few random cousins, right, and friends. And I would send out these emails and nobody would listen and nobody would watch. But you know what? I kept showing up every single Monday and I created that piece of content and I sent it out and I shared value and I shared my personality and I supported people. I cheered people on, right? I shared what I wanted to share with conviction consistently, even when nobody was watching. To the point where now we have a huge email list and if I don't send out my Monday email, I hear about it. People are waiting for it, right? I get so many responses to every single email that I send out today because I committed to the compound effect. Because even when things were uncomfortable, even when I felt awkward that nobody was liking or nobody was commenting, even when I felt like, what does this matter, right? How is this one email, this one blog post gonna make a difference? I still did it, I still showed up and I did it. And the biggest content creators that you see out there, if you're looking at Daniel De Piazza, if you're looking at Neil Patel or whoever, these are people who stick to a content calendar like fire because they know that every single piece of content matters. Every single piece of content adds up and compounds with the others. So it's about sticking to your content calendar, you guys. It's about promising your audience that you are reliable, that you can show up on a weekly or daily or monthly or whatever works in your schedule, right, basis, and that they can depend on you. And if you're like, I have no idea how to actually do that, again, you guys, we're gonna be teaching all of this to you guys in the challenge, okay? So you're definitely gonna wanna go ahead and sign up for that if you haven't already. Now, number two, the biggest mindset shift that you have to adopt, okay, is that controversy is a good Thing. Now, most of us, especially as Americans, I feel like we were sort of raised in this society where you shouldn't be confrontational and you should make people around you feel comfortable, right? And you should just sort of blend in. I feel like that's what most of us were taught um, in school and in our families is just like be polite, be pleasant, be agreeable, and that's the way to succeed in life, 
Okay. I don't know about other areas in life, guys, but when it comes to your content creation, if you really want your content creation to rise above the noise, to stand out from the crowd, to say something different, to stand for something unique that's actually going to inspire a reaction in people, then you do not want your goal to be to make everybody happy. Controversy when it comes to content creation is a good thing. Because the reality, you guys, is that if you're creating middle-of-the-road generic content, if you're saying what everybody already agrees with or knows or is thinking, no one's going to pay attention to it. No one's going to react to it, okay? And in today, regardless of what industry you work in, if you are in health or wealth or wellness, it doesn't really matter if you're a coach or if you're a service provider or whatever. These markets with the rise of the internet are saturated, okay? These are busy, busy marketplaces. And what your goal is, you guys, in order to rise above that, is to find something that's going to generate a real reaction in people, okay? When people like things, when people comment on things, when people respond to things, when people opt into things, it's because they're experiencing something emotional and you are inspiring an action from within them. That's what your content needs to do. And it can only do that if it is controversial. And I want to show you just a really short example of how easy this is. It isn't a complicated thing, okay? But we have a client who is a vegan content creator. She's a vegan blogger and vegetarian uh, blogger, and she creates amazing recipes. And that was sort of her focus for a long time. It was like sharing, uh, you know, new foods that came out that you should try or new recipes that she created that you should try. And she was getting really frustrated because she felt like nobody was responding, right? Nobody was saying, wow, Janani, this is amazing. I'm going to go try it, right? People weren't liking it. People weren't commenting on it, right? And she was like, what am I doing wrong? You know, she had some engagement, right? Some people who were big fans of her blog and followed consistently, but for the most part, it was minimal and she couldn't find a way to crack the code. So I pushed her to become controversial, which was hard for her because she's a very sweet girl, okay? She's very warm. She's very sweet. And she's like, I don't want to piss anybody off. But I told her, girl, if you are working within the vegetarian and vegan space, there are a lot of controversial sort of talking points, right, that you can touch on that I can guarantee you are going to generate a response in people. And so I remember the first controversial post she ever put out. She was so nervous. She was like, I'm going to piss so many people off. But Basically, the post was all about why your doctor is lying to you, okay? Why your doctor doesn't know shit about what your body actually needs nutrition-wise. Now, that's a controversial thing to say in a society that puts a lot of value on Western medicine, right? So for her to show up and say, your doctor is a liar and here's why, that was a controversial thing to say, right? That was a controversial thing that made people feel emotional one way or the other. And guess what? That post blew up. She had never gotten so many comments and likes on a post in her life. Half the people saying, you're totally right. I've been suspicious of this for years and I've thought this and tell me more about this. And the other half of people who were like, this is totally bullshit and that doesn't make any sense and that can't be right. And But the point is it inspired a reaction and that's what you want. Okay. And if you guys are fearful of getting these sort of negative posts or comments and replies that negate what you say, guys, that is a good thing. That is not a bad thing. And it's not something to be afraid of. Okay. Again, if all your content is totally agreeable, then nobody will care, but you're inspiring a reaction. You're generating attention. You're saying something different. And that's, what's going to make your content that much more powerful. So I want to really encourage you guys to adopt the mindset that controversy when it comes to your content is a good thing. 
It's not something to fear. And if you can adopt that and integrate it into your strategy, it's going to be a game changer for you, especially in 2020 and the year to come. Number three is be quick, but don't hurry. All right, I'm going to say that again. Be quick, but don't hurry. This is something else that actually uh, another content mentor used to say to me a lot. And what he meant by this is that good quality content, high quality content takes time, but you also have to recognize that it needs to make it out into the world. And the reason why this is so important is because most people, I would say, especially most new entrepreneurs, they love to like tinker and edit and adjust and perfect their content forever, right? It's going to take them another month to perfect that one blog post, right? Or it's going to take them another two weeks to edit a piece of their website, right? Or a video that they create. And because they're constantly tinkering and obsessed with perfection and afraid to launch it, they never actually publish it. It never actually makes it out there. So the point here, guys, is that you need to put real effort into your content. You shouldn't just sit down and type something random up and publish it and hope for the best. Be deliberate with what you say. Be deliberate with your words, right? But also have deadlines for yourself and stick to them. This is a balancing act, friends, okay? And if you can master it, it's going to change everything for you. So that's a mindset shift you need to adopt to be quick, but don't hurry. Number four is also really crucial when it comes to your mindset around content creation. And that's finally recognizing and accepting that not all platforms are equal, okay? And what most early stage content creators do is they throw their stuff out at every single platform that exists in hopes that something stick, okay? As in, for example, they'll write a blog post or they'll create a YouTube video and then they'll just post it to Facebook and to Instagram and to Pinterest and to YouTube and to LinkedIn and then send it to their email list and just like throw it all out. But that actually doesn't work, especially today, all right? The best of the best content creators identify one to two platforms that they really thrive in, one to three sort of formats that they thrive in, whether that is blog posts, whether that's the thing that you're really going to dial into, whether it's YouTube videos, whether it's going live, whether it's sending emails to your list, identify the one to or one to two forms of content that you want to focus on. And then from there, dial in the platforms that you want to use. Okay. And so for us, our core platforms, the places where we actually create content for our Facebook, our podcast, and our email list. That's it. Those are the three platforms that we focus on. I'm not obsessed with putting a little bit out on a million platforms. I would really put rather put my effort and energy into creating really high level content for two to three platforms in two to three formats. Okay. For me, my strongest uh, like creation skills are video and writing. Those are my two skill sets. That's what I dial in on. And that is what I focus on. Okay. So for you, it's recognizing that not all platforms are equal. And not all forms of content are equal. And it's your job to double down on the skill sets that you really have, the ones that your audience are most engaging with right now. And again, the compound effect, sticking to it, being consistent, not waking up one morning and saying, okay, well, I'm scratching that entire strategy and now I'm just going to do this other thing. No, sticking with it, even when it feels uncomfortable. Okay. The people who really excel at content creation are the ones who commit to a lifelong process of becoming the best in that style, right? Becoming the best in that talent. And you can only do that if you double down on specific platforms and specific forms of content. And the fifth really important mindset shift that you guys have to make 
is that personable is always better than factual. Okay, I'm gonna say that again. Personable is always better than factual. Now, here's what I mean by that. I have some friends who will sit down and they'll write a 1500 word blog post on something that's full of stats and numbers and strategies and all of that matters, okay? Obviously, your content should have value, right? Obviously, your content should have something solid behind it, right? But what's gonna make people continue to watch you over and over and over again is how they connect with you as a creator. Okay, it's how they connect with your personality. It's how they connect with your sense of humor, right? It's how they connect with the stories that you share. So it's recognizing that yes, be valuable, position yourself as an expert, but there's also nothing wrong with being vulnerable, right? Say things that are going to make people feel connected to you, because that's the only reason that they're going to keep following you. So that's number five. It's figuring out how can you integrate your raw personality, your raw feelings, your raw life experiences into your content so that people don't just follow you as an entrepreneur, but people follow you because of you, because they connect to you, because they trust you, because they like you. That is so crucial, guys. So to review these again, one through five, number one, realizing that going viral is a secondary benefit, but consistency is always the first priority. Number two is recognizing that controversy is a good thing. Controversy is your friend. Number three is be quick, but don't hurry. Number four is recognizing that not all platforms or forms of content are equal and you need to double down on the ones that are gonna help you thrive. And number five is recognizing that being personable is always better than being factual. So thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode again. I hope you loved it. And I hope that you sign up for the challenge if you haven't already. You can go ahead and sign up. It's totally free. Uh, in the show notes down below, you'll be able to grab those. And hey, if you have friends who are content creators, if you are friends who are starting or growing businesses, share it with them. It's an open party. Everyone's welcome. So go ahead and join that, guys. Again, I hope you love the episode. Thanks for tuning into Unfiltered, and we will talk soon. Oh,